0: Rotterdam uh, is close to the sea, so we have uh, good landing positions from uh, the wind at sea uh, that produces electricity, needed to uh, produce hydrogen.
1: My name is Selwyn Frenzen. And this is Hello Hydrogen! In this special podcast I'll give you an insight into the spectacular world of hydrogen which is coming to life in Rotterdam. Why is hydrogen so important? What are the most important updates and who are the key players? Join me during the special launch event for the World Hydrogen Summit!
2: Um, good afternoon uh, everyone and um, very warm welcome on behalf uh, of the port of uh, Rotterdam, um, the city of Rotterdam, the province of South holland and the Sustainable Energy Council to the World Hydrogen Summit VIP launch event.
1: This is Anoush Lahai. ...host of the VIP launch event on board the Nieuwe Mazen.
2: Today we will mark um, the biggest international conference about hydrogen... ...will take place in Rotterdam in March 2022.
1: Some of the VIPs aboard the Nieuwe Mazen were invited to share their thoughts... ...and ideas on hydrogen in the port of Rotterdam and in general. The first to give a speech is Stijn van Els, director commercial at the Port of Rotterdam Authority, where he is responsible for the realization of the energy transition and other complex trajectories.
3: So, thanks for, for coming along. I think we're all players in the hydrogen economy, in the energy transition. And we're all struggling with a way how to get going, how to deliver the vision that we all have. The targets that we set to ourselves, that the government set to us, that actually our families, our kids our parents, grandparents give us, and the world gives us its feedback for things we need to do. Then we're particularly here aligned around, all, all, all around, around hydrogen. And hydrogen is a funny thing of course, because what is hydrogen? It's a simple molecule, but the problem already starts many times, and where does it come from? So here in the port of, of Rotterdam, we've many times talked about blue goes for green, and that was the sort of story we always had a couple of years ago. Um, I think what we're seeing is many people that green actually goes faster, people get confused about what is actually behind these stories, what is the chemistry, what is the, the baggage of CO2 that comes with a ton of hydrogen, is green as green as, as it gets or, get, or does it even get greener? How does it get delivered from somewhere produced far away to here, does it come on a diesel ship or does it come on a hydrogen ship or ammonia? So, I think the first question is we should all talk about the end purpose that is to bring I, I always call it yellow hydrogen from the Sun very clear to our ports where we then combine it with all the other sources. The next thing then comes as a plea from, the, from from the harbor is about certification. Certification is a mechanism where you clearly have to all the users clear where does the hydrogen come from, what package does it carry? none or a lot or a little bit or could it, could you compensate it? Lots of these debates happen in The Hague. They actually happen in Brussels, even more important. But we shouldn't wait for regulation to be complete. We should play an active role in forming the regulation. The next thing I want to talk is what you see around here in Rotterdam. It's about quality again. It's all quality issues today. It's actually where, as people who have their base in Rotterdam, or they come from Rotterdam, or they live here, or they want to be here, is the quality of the infrastructure that we have and that we want to maintain. Because you can do things that you can't achieve when you have a a port with limit import, limit export, with limited connections, connections to the hinterland as we call it, or connections amongst the industries. And when you have, and certainly with this funny molecule, hydrogen, that can either be a source of energy, it can be a petrochemical feedstock, it can be a source of heating, or it can be storage, or it can be a transport medium, you actually depend on infrastructure and the quality of the infrastructure, the quality of the partners. To actually make our dreams come true it's always nice to talk about things and make plans it's much better to actually do stuff and that's i think the spirit in which the Maas, uh, yeah the mass has been built even in the years before the Europort has been built the new water back has been built and we have a habit of actually doing stuff because we believe in it and then we're very proud of them that we can look back and look outside take pictures and say This is just one small vessel of many that are here
1: in the harbor and not, this is the biggest vessel I've ever seen. What are the views of the important players in the port of Rotterdam on hydrogen? Let's hear the response to the questions from Anoushka.
2: Yes, with me uh, Gijs Postma uh, from the Ministry of Economic Affairs and Climate Policy. Um, Gijs, are you confident about the transition to hydrogen in the port of Rotterdam?
0: Yes, so I'm absolutely confident about the transition uh, chances for uh, Rotterdam port. Yes, indeed. I think here you have uh, unique uh, elements that um, make the transition possible. Rotterdam uh, is close to the sea, so we have uh, good landing positions from uh, the wind at sea uh, that produces electricity needed to uh, produce hydrogen. Uh, we also are, uh, we also here uh, have import facilities for importing hydrogen from uh, elsewhere and next to this uh, i think here you have all the industries that are capable of both producing uh, hydrogen as well as using it so um, a lot of uh, things you need to be successful are here already
2: all the conditions are available yeah well thank you very much Gijs. you're welcome Jan Michielsen from ExxonMobil.
1: In in fact, I'm pretty confident that we are moving along the right tracks because I can compare fortunately the Netherlands to many other countries in Europe and all the ingredients you really need as a a basic manufacturer uh, in the port of Rotterdam are available. Does that mean that we are there already? No. It requires a lot of cooperation between the major parties in the port of Rotterdam. continues to be an active, very active dialogue with the political institutions in the Netherlands. But I have a firm belief that in the end we will be able to make big progress in a very short period of time.
4: floors McCor from Air Liquide also shared his views. Yes, I'm confident. First of all, we have the potential. All the team players are there. The demand is there. The infrastructure is there. There will be different forms of transition. Green, decarbonized, circular hydrogen, and they will... F- work together over a decade or two what i'm less confident about is the speed of implementation we all need to want to pull on the right side of the cable to to get this project going and we are personally in almost all the initiatives in rotterdam and we see some going faster than others and it would be good if we would get uh, more traction on all the projects in the coming years or coming months even
2: Even coming months, yes. We need speedness.
4: No, we should not waste time and discuss too long. We should uh, make projects that have a reasonable business case reality and projects that we cannot make a reasonable business case of, we should postpone them and not waste time on them in the immediate future. But I'm confident Rotterdam has all the prerequisites to be a winner in this field. all the clients and colleague companies that we have here and our own company are willing to do that and so we now need to make it reality yeah
2: okay thank you very much Florence. you're
4: welcome thank you
1: next up is arno bonte vice mayor for sustainability clean air and energy transition for the city of rotterdam he spoke about the rotterdam climate agreement and the role of hydrogen within this
5: yeah Thanks a lot and welcome to Rotterdam For uh, to all the people uh, from other cities or from other countries. Um, in Rotterdam um, we are very committed to fight climate change. Um, as you see this is a picture from above um, actually the city looks a little <laughs> more pretty here in, in the sunshine but uh, here you can see that um, there's a lot of water in the city and we are actually in the middle of uh, River Delta so we are Uh, extremely vulnerable also for climate change and that is one of the reasons why we are so committed to do something against it also on the local level. But there is another reason. We are also one of uh, the contributors to climate change, at least till this moment. Uh, We are um, the uh, most polluted city. In the Netherlands. We are responsible for 20% of the national CO2 emissions. So this also uh, brings forward a moral responsibility we think as a a city government to fight this climate change here in Rotterdam and we do that together with the city and the port of Rotterdam. Um, We've started uh, three years ago more than three years ago um, uh, with Uh, a huge ambition uh, in our uh, local government but we realized that we could not accomplish things alone. Um, We worked together very closely with the Port of Rotterdam but we needed more partners in the city and that's why uh, we took the initiative to make a Rotterdam Climate Agreement uh, together with more than 100 uh, companies, uh, organizations uh, and uh, citizens uh, to get this done to um, convert uh, the uh, situation where we were in with an exceeding amount of CO2 each year towards a situation where we can actually reduce carbon dioxide. The good news is that we are already on the way down. This was our ambition uh, three years ago and we are already downhill in a positive way. Um, and um, a crucial factor. were all these people, all these companies working together, and a lot of uh, you here, present today, uh, were involved in in this movement. Um, So what did we do in the Rotterdam Climate Agreement? Actually, we made a strategy how to become, in the end, the climate-neutral city and the climate-neutral port, uh, and how would that look like? Um, that would look like something like this. This is where we started. So this is the, the fossil, uh, a picture of uh, Rotterdam. But uh, this is where we are aiming to head to, uh, to a situation where we uh, create uh, our um, clean energy uh, mainly on the North Sea with uh, a lot of new wind farms. Uh, we use this electricity um, to uh, first of all, electrify a lot of um, the activities in our port, but also, and that's why we're here for today, to generate this uh, uh, green hydrogen. Uh, and for that, we need a lot of um, of, of uh, clean electricity. But um, again, we need a lot. This is this is where it starts. We need we need much more um, wind farms in the North Sea, and I think that the national government. Uh, should actually um, um, face up their uh, ambitions and uh, create more room for um, uh, wind farms in the Nordsee because we will need a lot of them to create our hydrogen. Um, And then of course we need a capacity here in the port to uh, generate the uh, the green hydrogen. And there are already, um, I think, very good plans for electrolyzers. Um, um, still medium size, of course we. Um, I hope that before uh, 2030 we will also have a large size electrolyzers to be able to generate a lot of this hydrogen also here in the port. But we are aware that um, even with um, uh, a lot of uh, um, electrolyzers here in the port, it will not be enough Uh, if we really want to change to this sustainable port. So we also need an infrastructure for uh, the import and also export of of hydrogen. And for that we need also investments, especially uh, also the help from the national uh, government. For that we need to work together here in Rotterdam, uh, internationally, but also with uh, the regional government and uh, the national government to get this ambition uh, done. I think that the Hydrogen Summit will be um, much of a help for that, but um, my hopes are also directed to uh, the the new national government, and I hope that they will be as ambitious as we are in Rotterdam and in the province of South Holland to uh, create this Europe's Hydrogen Hub here in Rotterdam, because I think that's the only way to uh, meet our goals and to become a climate-neutral city and a climate-neutral point here in Rotterdam. Thank you.
2: Well, sitting with me, uh, Ruben Beens from BP. Um, Ruben, what will BP's role uh, be in the future hydrogen-based world and how important is Rotterdam for you?
1: Well, last year we defined uh, a new strategy and hydrogen is playing a key role in that strategy. So The ambition we have is that we uh, will have at least 10% market share uh, in the markets where we operate. Uh, So hydrogen is for us really important, Uh, Rotterdam is really important because it's a very strategic location. So we have offshore wind, we have the possibility to to store CO2 uh, and we play a very important role I think uh, also for Germany and the... uh, in uh, other countries. So I think uh, hydrogen will pl- play a key role in the future.
2: Well, thank you very much Ruben.
1: You're more than welcome. What are the views of Alice Elliott, who is part of the energy transition team at Shell Netherlands?
6: Well, as an energy company, hydrogen is an energy carrier and it's important for us in all areas of the energy chain. We are a producer, a processor and a consumer of energy and therefore also of hydrogen. So we want to be a producer through green electricity, green hydrogen, and a consumer in our assets as we move towards bio and circular for refining and chemicals and Rotterdam is a fantastic example of a place where we can take the first steps on this route because this transition will not be from one day to the next and it won't involve only us it will involve a large number of our partners and as Rotterdam is where is a place where we are physically close to a large number of partners who can complement ourselves in different phases of in different uh, steps of the energy value chain and different parts of the energy system, and where the environment is sufficiently supportive that we think there is a very good chance of success for these initiatives. And obviously it's where two of our big assets are, the refinery and chemicals plants at Penny & Moor which need to make the move towards zero carbon.
1: The next speaker is Jeanette Beaulieu, Regional Minister for Transition of the Port and Industry from the province of South holland She spoke about Europe's hydrogen hub and how a desired transition comes along with great opportunities for South holland and the world.
7: Um, Well, first of all, uh, as regional uh, government, we are very much committed to everything that has been said already by the previous speakers, and I I think it is very important that we as local regions work together, especially in pushing the national government also in the right direction, but also lobbying in Europe and in Brussels for the uh, right project. Uh, I always say businesses have to do it first themselves and they have to really make this change. So I compliment everybody that is here from the business side that are making these changes. Uh, And it is important that we we do so uh, and that you do so. But of course we know that in this transition time it is very difficult to get to all the regulations, environmental issues and whatever, the investments. Uh, So it is very important that we on that side work together as businesses and governments. From the point of uh, South Holland uh, as a province, uh, we are committed to the goals, of course, to the climate change uh, and, and the reduction of that, and, and all the work that has been done in that sense. Uh, for us, it is very important, and, and it's also the first time that we have appointed a regional minister uh, on the transition of the port and in the industry, because normally, of course, the port is the region of. Rotterdam City uh, but uh, we think it is so much uh, goal that is needed to be achieved uh, that we uh, also uh, appointed a uh, regional minister in, ma- in the position of me uh, uh, for the transition of industry and port. Having said that then what is our role as, as, uh, as the government of South Holland and, and what can we uh, c- connect other than uh, working together? Uh, we are also working together with regions uh, abroad. So, for example, the connection with North rhine Westphalia is one of the connections that we think is very important in the role for the port of Rotterdam as well uh, as the uh, importing and therefore also exporting uh, a hydrogen hub uh, in uh, Europe. Uh, as we all know, the port is the, the primary European energy hub. And, and we would like to keep it that way. Uh, yeah. So it is important that then hydrogen that is important is uh, imported will also be exported to industries that are now using the energy that is already here in the port. So we are very much committed to, to make sure that also our relations with other regions, and it c- also goes with uh, the region of Flanders, uh, where we uh, just had a, a meeting uh, on, uh, on uh, hydrogen in, uh, in uh, inland shipping and in trucks. Uh, so it comes with, with two sides. It is the, the huge energy transformation that we have to make and, and bringing uh, to a point that the port is the energy hub for Europe. We also do that work with other regions and in, in Brussels, lobbying in Brussels as well. Uh, and we are very proud for the fact that this region is uh, a hydrogen valley in the sense of European uh, uh, naming as well. Uh, but we also do, where can it be adapted to? For example, uh, I'm uh, na- on the national level the ambassador for the inland shipping uh, transfer, transformation on hydrogen. Uh, so that is an important part as well, here in the port, uh, to make sure that these transitions, not only on inland shipping, but also on trucks and other modes of transportation, are used. Uh, so, for example, uh, we are also on the Rhine corridor, have a project, uh, the Rhine uh, project, where we are uh, transforming these ships uh, and and making sure that the first ships will be moving on the hydrogen, uh, that that we can make such transitions as well. Uh, And I think it is very important that we are not only looking for the huge transition in the industry, but also how can it be used and how can we use it in, for example, transport, but also other modes uh, of uh, applications that uh, that can be done. So in that sense, um, we are uh, working uh, with pleasure on, uh, on this issue because we really truly believe that it is very important and we truly believe that it, it can only be achieved if we all work together. So this partnership with uh, businesses, but also with uh, the government, uh, I think it is the only way to achieve it and to make sure that uh, everybody knows that Rotterdam is the place to be for hydrogen. Thank you.
2: Sitting with me, uh, Kurt Levevre from Air Products. Um, yes, Kurt, how fast is it possible for the hydrogen trade to start, and is this fast enough?
1: Well, I, I think the hydrogen trade will happen when the demand has been stimulated, uh, activated and when the regulations have been clarified. And then trade will automatically happen. People will invest, people will innovate. And uh, when you think about trading platforms, because I think that might be the question as well, I think that will happen automatically, that's for later, that's not of our current concerns.
2: And is that going, will that go fast enough then?
1: Well, again, I think um, if regulations can happen quickly, If demand can be stimulated quickly, I think industry will be ready to invest in production, to innovate in technology, in scale. I'm not really concerned about that.
2: Yes, with me, Leo Frederiks from uh, Siemens Energy. Um, Leo, um, how do you look at hydrogen?
4: Uh, I think hydrogen is going to be a vital part of the energy transition, especially for industry which uh, does not have as much roadmaps to deep decarbonization. And hydrogen is going to be play an important role there. Uh, But I also think that we need to start with taking baby steps, small steps at first, in order to develop business cases and develop the technology and the projects that we need for the future.
2: Okay, so rather baby steps than than, uh, huge steps which we cannot realize.
4: Well, it's good to have a vision of of gigawatts and those will be needed in future. But if we don't do the small steps first, then those gigawatts will never realize.
2: Thank you very much, Leo.
1: The last speaker of the event is Chris Hugel, Managing Director of the Sustainable Energy Council and the Organizing Party for the World Hydrogen Summit. Chris spoke about what we can expect in March 2022 and gave us a sneak preview.
8: I suppose one of us has been discussed already about partnerships. Everything we found within the hydrogen industry at the moment is all about partnerships and how the global industry from governments from uh, academia for, to the private sectors working together to, to promote hydrogen and to make it the, the fuel of the future and our job is very minuscule within that our job is to effectively put everyone together in the same room and let you all do the deals that you need to do so that that is ultimately our aim but i suppose you know, what, what, what what can we bring and what we will we bring to rotterdam I suppose it's global reach um we we've spun out from dirty side from the oil and gas industry to more from the sustainable side so we will bring a a global overview of the hydrogen industry we've got ministers coming from the Middle East from Asia from Europe and also North and South America so you you will meet and you will have um, opportunities to 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 push your agendas uh, whatever they may be with with different 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 ministers Um, with that obviously comes the industry yourselves I do hope that all of you are going to be there in uh, some way, shape or form. So you can have industry, academia and government all there. So hopefully within that the deals can be done. Um, I mean for for us how do we how do we do it? How do we I suppose get get the bums on the seats? Um, we have a huge number of partnerships globally from Hydrogen Europe, the Africa Hydrogen Partnership, the IPHE, Women in Green Hydrogen and many, many more. Uh, all advertising the event and all pushing it non-stop. We're not going to go too in-depth on that, but we've got the main conference, which is effectively for CEOs, governments, senior decision makers. From that we have the technical sessions, which are free to attend on the exhibition floor, which are highlighting safety, which is obviously a vital the component of, of hydrogen safety, and uh, obviously the exhibition for people to buy and sell their goods. Uh, so we're very much looking forward to that. But also, you know, we're expending, extending it out. We've got site visits so people can come and visit the port, so they can see what the port's doing. And they can also go to Delft University as well to see the exciting work that they're doing on the hydrogen side. Uh, and then to top it all off, we've got the World Hydrogen Awards, uh, which is obviously where the industry celebrates their own success. And um, we can, we've got a number of people who will be coming up to receive awards, and uh, hopefully we can celebrate that within Rotterdam. But what we want to do effectively is to make Rotterdam the, not just the European centre for hydrogen but the global centre for hydrogen. And by hopefully by bringing everyone from the world together we can we can do that in some way, shape or form and, and help and help everyone within the room.
2: Yes with me uh, Rienke Zonneveld, director of the Innovation uh, Quarter. Um, Rienke, why is the World Hydrogen Summit important?
5: Well, the World Hydrogen Summit is very important for Rotterdam, but also for the Netherlands as a whole, because it brings together all global spayers, uh, players in the field of green hydrogen, but also hydrogen at large. And we have the ambition here in this region uh, to build uh, Rotterdam, which is currently still one of the largest ports worldwide, into one of the largest uh, green hydrogen uh, hubs worldwide. So bringing the World Summit to this region is is very clear importance for us. It's time to more, and I'm
1: looking back on an inspiring and insightful event. And I'm also looking forward to the World Hydrogen Summit in March 2022. Thanks for listening to Hello Hydrogen! Take a look at our website, portofrocherdam.com hydrogen, for more information on all developments, this podcast, and of course to subscribe for the summit. And for our Dutch listeners, I can highly recommend our podcast Wie Wat Waterstof. For now, don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we hope to see you all in March 2022.